Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined by Dr. Sarah Doyle, specialist in public health medicine with the HSE. Good morning to you, Dr. Sarah. How are you? Good morning, I'm well, thank you. Lovely to talk to you again. It's been a while, and the last time I think we were talking in COVID times, but now we're looking at hepatitis A. What is it, Dr. Sarah? Yeah, so hepatitis A is a viral infection of the liver. So there's hepatitis A virus, which uh, causes hepatitis A disease. And it's, it's, as I say, an infection which predominantly affects the liver. And that can cause, you know, a range of symptoms from none uh, to, in very rare cases, liver failure and, uh, as I say, rarely uh, death. And that, I suppose, the severity increases um, as, as people, if, you know, and people who are older who acquire hepatitis A uh, virus. And I suppose the symptoms in those who do get them typically are nausea, vomiting, jaundice people will be familiar with probably kind of the most typical uh, symptom. It's yellowing of the skin or of the eyes and kind of a profound tiredness. And usually in people who get symptoms, it lasts, you know, maybe a couple of months. You're very concerned about the travelling community in particular. Has there been an outbreak in Wexford within the travelling community or what's the story? Yes, so Alan, we are concerned about uh, the traveller community in particular at the moment uh, because we have had a large, it's a large national outbreak, um, but it has kind of particularly affected a number of counties in the east and the southeast and including County Wexford. Um, Now, people will be familiar, very familiar or more familiar with our work now from COVID and the concept of outbreaks of infections. Hepatitis A is very different from um, from COVID. It's spread through food, water and from person to person sort of in very kind of close living conditions and we've uh, we've sort of had 61 cases of hepatitis A notified to us over the last sort of year and a half or so among the traveller community as I say within these particular counties and actually we also have had uh, linked cases uh, in Great Britain and we know that all of these cases are linked because we've been able to identify linkages family and travel uh, Um, But also we have, you know, the virology or the National Virus Reference Lab have been able to tell us that these are exactly the same virus type. So that that also helps us to to link the cases and to identify that they're associated uh, with each other. I suppose a couple of other points about this outbreak in particular is that the vast majority of cases are young, uh, they're under 18 and that probably reflects I mean, the age profile in the traveller community but also the fact that some older members may already have immunity through having had hepatitis A themselves in the past. But importantly almost half of the cases that we've been notified of have been hospitalised so that's significant and it has a significant impact on that community um, and I suppose it has been We've particularly noticed that cases are associated with, you know, communal residential sites and then also some events, right. you know, some social events. You talk about sanitation as well. Is that, is that one of the key issues, sanitation? Yeah, so for all of us and for prevention of lots of infections, but we're talking about hepatitis, hepatitis A in particular today, uh, there is no treatment. Support, you know, obviously supportive treatment is um, provided if somebody is ill, but uh, there's no specific antiviral treatment. So prevention is really important. And clean water and sanitation in kind of the Western world have reduced the incidence of hepatitis A. Right greatly over the last uh, decades so that's very important access access to clean water and sanitation and sort of good living conditions 
you know, our just our general hygiene and in particular hand hygiene around toileting, preparing food uh, before and after eating, really important. And the other thing is, is that there's a really good, safe vaccine, really effective vaccine against hepatitis A that um, can also prevent um, right. prevent infection. Uh, and, and that's indicated particularly with for groups who are at high risk of infection. Um, you talk about hepatitis A vaccination is not included in the routine childhood immunisation schedules of most EU countries. Is it included here? No, it isn't because, and the reason is because the incidence of hepatitis A is so low now um, in the general population. And, you know, I, I mentioned, I alluded to kind of clean water, sanitation. So those sort of things have reduced the incidence in the overall population of hepatitis A so really effectively. Um, but as I say, we are concerned about this ongoing outbreak, which seems to be, you know, almost exclusively confined to this group of in the traveller community. Um, and hepatitis A, while not indicated for the whole population, um, there are a number of high-risk groups. Um, so people who are at high risk of getting infection or people who are at high risk of, um, you know, if they do get infection of having kind of severe uh, consequences from that. Um, and so I suppose as part as our response uh, to the outbreak, um, what we do is, you know, when a case is notified to us, when we're told of a case through the lab or through our clinical colleagues, we offer immediately offer vaccination to the close contacts, so within the household, but also particularly in this community within the extended family. You'll know that, uh, in particularly in the traveller community, they have very strong family networks. Yeah. But in in the, this outbreak, we've also extended that offer of vaccination uh, through uh, all the residents on communal sites that have been affected. There has been a school. Um, and then also we've had um, clinics at some community centres and also we've offered it to people who've, who've attended at particular events, some social events that had occurred. Mm. Um, and I suppose... Um, on that also, we have within the affected counties, we have communicated with our clinical colleagues, with our GP colleagues, and we've extended that offer of vaccine to all members of the travelling community who wish to uh, avail of it through their GPs, um, to, you know, for, for, the, for the duration of the outbreak. So I suppose that is something that I would sort of strongly encourage anybody who's listening who may be um, affected or may be at risk that they can make an appointment with their GP and... Um, can avail of uh, the the hepatitis A vaccine free of charge. And you don't have to go back over the symptoms again because you went through them quite clear, clearly at the very start of the show, but can I take it that early detection is crucial here? So early detection um, is important, um, I, particularly in relation to prevention of other cases so prevention of transmission so if we can so again i would urge that if anybody notices and in particular I suppose jaundice is the kind of specific kind of clear symptom but um it does mean that when we pick up when we know about cases early we can identify their their contacts early and uh, offer vaccine and when that vaccine the earlier the vaccine is given to the close contacts the more effective that is um in prevention of um you know of transmission and also kind of um, preventing the severity of cases. So even if they do develop hepatitis A, uh, that it kind of what we would say attenuates the, the infection yeah. and makes it less severe. 
Right, I'm just thinking of the travelling community here in County Wexford, and is it specifically the travelling community you're talking to today, Dr. Sarah? Are, are there other people that you'd like to address as well? Other groups, other organisations? Is it just specifically the travelling community we're speaking to this morning? This uh, this outbreak has been um, quite, you know, it has been well circumscribed. It has been sort of very, almost exclusively uh, limited to the travelling community. So that is who I'm kind of particularly talking to today. But I guess, um, you know, we've touched on earlier about the importance of uh, clean water, sanitation, access to uh, good, um, you know, living um, conditions, um, sort of, I suppose, primarily as well as kind of the medical interventions which we've mentioned you know prevention through vaccination so through uh, you know our work and in the outbreak you know we have you know been working with uh, you know our clinical colleagues but also the local authorities and uh, you know through our traveller health workers with the traveller community themselves as well right. so you know there is kind of that broader uh, kind of um, public response I suppose that is is sort of important into the future. Right, thank you for your thorough and insightful insight into this for us. I, I hope it will help uh, and I know we link in quite a lot with Pavi Point, etc. No doubt you'll be in contact with them as well. So we leave it there for the moment, Dr. Sarah. Do keep us up to date, please. Thanks, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.